fully expect them both to live together in the future. And we in will perfect see perfect harmony. Yeah. <laughs> it's gold and bitcoin. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Crypto Standard Podcast, where we take the cryptic out of crypto. Okay, we have so much to talk about at the moment. So we've got Bitcoin having a little crash, having a little tantrum, and then we've got Ethereum, masses of Ethereum getting bought up. We talk about this, we've got an announcement for RSR or Reserve Protocol, and then we talk about inflation because this is getting out of control now. And bankers are now acknowledging this, <laughs> what we've been saying for months. So we talk about that at the end. Okay, remember, none of what we say is financial advice. Let's get into it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Crypto Standard Podcast. With me, Jim. <laughs> and me, Jordan. <laughs> that was the old, that was the kind of Bitcoin's dying. <laughs> The bull market is over. Uh, is this bull market's over, mate? Yeah, that's done. Right. Until I think our next episode will be in 2024. Is that right? Yeah. See you all in 2024. Have a wonderful life. <laughs> um, hope, hope your God is good to you. And uh, all the best. Yeah. Ciao, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, it's taking a bit of a bit of a dip, but this my lucky dip's still in play. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. How can you? I mean, that's that. That's a non sequitur. My my lucky dip is still in play. <laughs> okay, the episode where I talk about a dip is still in play. We'll go back. <laughs> so okay, so if the stock market, if if the UK stock market or the stock markets over in America had fallen 8% overnight, there would be, be a calamity. Sleepy Joe Biden would be up saying, it's okay, everybody, we're going to buy back more dollars or whatever. You know, but 8% dip in crypto? Yeah, it's nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. But this will be a lot for new people coming in. So... Yeah. You need to get used to this volatility. But here's here's my here's my here's my thesis on this for all those who are not interested in any financial advice whatsoever. I think this bull market could be over. <laughs> it's anything's a possibility. Uh-huh. And you need to look at all options. Yes, I agree. But I disagree with that. So you've got an anonymous. An anonymous Dutch guy called Plan B. He's anonymous. He, I, I, I invest for big family offices and this and that. Comes out with the stock to flow model, which is a pretty good scientific model that says that by the end of November this year, Bitcoin should be around ninety-eight thousand dollars. So let's give him, let's give him some latitude to say ninety thousand dollars. It's nowhere near it. It's nowhere near it. Do you remember the bit? You probably won't remember the bit in the old um, Batman movies 
where uh, it was Jack Nicholson. It was the first sort of major Batman movie with the uh, guy was Michael Keaton played Batman, and Jack Nicholson played the Joker. And Jack Nicholson said, "I've taken off my makeup. It's time for Batman to take off his and show his true identity." Plan B, I challenge you. Who are you? Are you really Satoshi? Are you really uh, Satoshi in disguise trying to pump your coins so that when it hits 98 or whatever, you're out? And all of us mugs here are listening to you on YouTubes and, and podcasts where you spout the same old stock-to-flow rubbish. <laughs> Take uh, off your mask, Plan B. I'm Batman. Yeah, but... We've seen what, I'm just going to counter that, we've seen what Bitcoin can do. And we know within a number of weeks, in two weeks maximum, it can do a 100% jump. I think at the beginning of this year, February, March, April, I, I'm every day you were waking up and it was just like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, it's going up and up. I, I'm, I think there's more realism now. There's, more, there's a lot more manipulation as well. So I'm going to say... I'm going to put my head on the slate right now and say the bull market's over. Get your money out of crypto. Get it back into your financial advisor. Get Just get it away from crypto right now. This thing is done. Shut up. <laughs> Shut you, up. See, you don't like to hear that, Jordan. That terrifies no, you, No, because I know that you haven't pulled any of your money. <laughs> I, I actually bought more Ethereum this yeah. morning. See? <laughs> don't be giving out that <laughs> but yes i agree that for anyone new coming in you need to know what potentially could happen yeah. and that's why i emphasize the fundamentals and the long-term approach and it is a i mean watching your portfolio go down probably about 10 percent for people that's scary mm-hmm. and we saw yesterday you guys were uh, you and chris were tweeting out that um, some somebody bought what was it two is it so yeah so you can track how much ethereum or how much any coin goes on and off an exchange yes and usually there's thousands tens of thousands into the sometimes into the hundreds of thousands coming off an exchange and that is a good sign because we want so we were looking at ethereum we want Ethereum to be coming off an exchange because that means it's going into a wallet and locked up for a long time. Yes. And yesterday, Chris noticed that there was 2 million Ethereum came off of Kraken, which I've never seen that number before come off in one day. It was ridiculous. That means that someone's been in there buying, buying, buying Ethereum, and then now they've just accumulated enough and moved it off. Moved it off into a safe wallet. Yep. That's quite... So they bought it yesterday and they're now 7% down in their money. Yeah. <laughs> but they, I mean, I doubt they really care. If they're buying 2 million's worth, they know the potential of that project. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, just to check, you've, you've not been smoking hopium this morning. You're definitely... You believe this. You believe this. You've got the stats. You've got the charts. You understand this inside out, or are you just hoping, Jordan, based on you know this feeling that it's going to go up to ninety odd thousand dollars before the end of the year? Are you just hoping? No, 
I'm not. Okay. I, okay. Because that's why I I still think we're gonna have this dip that I was talking about. I think three episodes ago. So I I would like to see Bitcoin in the fifty thousands. What? Yeah. Hold, hold $50,000. Holy schmoly. $50,000. So it was up at 68000 You wanted to go back to $50,000? In the 50s, yes. But why, Jordan? Tell, tell, tell the audience why. I, I, I feel it has to do this. This is, it's that whole two steps forward, one step back. So we've had the two steps forward up to an all-time high. And I think we need this one step back to then push on again see it's interesting the language that you're using there you said i think and i feel yeah if i was listening to someone and said look can you give him his two hundred fifty thousand pounds mr duffy i think and i feel i'd be like mate show me a bit more research you have to say (laughs) i believe because you have to evidence what you're saying i believe because of the following two or three things jim now you have a go and convince the listeners because i think it's i think we're doomed that's the thing with this market though you can't it's a free market so it will move up and down i can nobody nobody on this planet can predict what way it's going to go in the short term in the long term then we're talking like there is more solid research into this that it will keep going up because it is mathematically built but in the short term, these things are impossible to predict. Yeah. It's also interesting to note that it was Ethereum that was bought mm-hmm. on Kraken and moved off exchanges, not Bitcoin. Yeah. It comes back to the supply. We're into single digit percentages that are left in circulation. So that means like when there's not enough supply, the demand is going to go up and there's going to be a squeeze. And that squeeze is going to push the price up. So once the supply becomes low enough, then we will see Ethereum go up in price. Is, Theor- um, theoretically. Theoretically, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I watched a video yesterday, quite an in-depth technical video on the London hard fork for Ethereum and then the triple halving that's coming up. In fact, there's about 7% of it staked. Um, and the institutions will are all talk, Goldman Sachs. They're all talking about Ethereum uh, as as the play, which which all ties into what we talked about about Raul Pal and Mike Novogratz, who are ex Goldman Sachs boys, and they'll be shilling it to all the old Goldman Sachs guys because they'll be getting their newsletters. So potentially, potentially, okay. So eight percent dips, nothing to worry about. No, nothing to worry about, and. End of the year, are we? Is, is the stock to flow model a busted flush? Mm, I think this month will tell if it is or not. Yeah, my investment thesis is still based on that Bitcoin will be above $100,000 by the end of the year. Okay, that's really interesting that you still feel that. I think it'll be lucky if it's at $75,000. 75? Come on 75, now. mate, I'm telling you. Now, once it gets above 70, we're going to see it fly, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> this people, puppy's going to the moon. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> people, people said that when it got to 68,000. All I, all I saw from a lot of the Bitcoiners was, it's fresh air now. It's price discovery. 
What? Price discovery back to 60,000? <laughs> oh so I think that the lesson here for, for, for everyone is this is a very volatile market. I still believe it's been manipulated in certain ways. Yeah. There are different people with different um, investment theses investing in different coins like Ethereum. You know, Cardano seems to have gone by the buy just now. Sol is still um, heavily being backed. And it's at some point, probably over the next six months, we're going to see some really interesting market dynamics yeah. and coins and what's going to hit that top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably short-term thinking between now and Christmas is what we're being programmed. We're like, you've got six weeks to hit $100,000 or else. Whereas actually, this is all, we've talked about this before. If you're talking three or four years, it's a, it's a, it's a different play, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. And did you see this week that, Reserve Protocol put out some announcements and that it's going to, its main net is literally, it's it's nailing its colour to the mast. December, Mm -hmm. January, this main net is coming, which means that staking and all that's going to happen in that protocol. Yeah, that was such good news. And we've been waiting for this. So anyone that invests in RSR, is what we're talking about. Yeah, we've been waiting for them to release this main net and now they've they're pinning it down to two months. So hopefully next we'll pin it down to a week and then a date. Um, yes, I thought it was really transparent of what of them and what they did. So they said that you can go in and watch, and you'll actually see your mainnet being developed, being mm-hmm. coded. Then there's a code freeze at that point. Then they bring in external auditors to try and break it. And I was like, wow, it's really powerful what they're doing with a view to saying, right, we're now ready for this. It's now bug-free and it's going out to market. Um, did you see that Eric, what's that guy's name? I've come to me, the ex-PayPal marketing director. He gave them a big clap on Twitter. Oh. Eric, Eric M. Jackson. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so he's hey, obviously... I didn't see that. Yeah, he's obviously watching it as well. So... You know, so, there's another another little project that's um, that's here, making headway. Here's my thinking with it as well, because if because we'll hit a bear market at some point, at some point we will. I don't know when that is, but I think with reserve releasing this mainnet so late, I think that's going to play into their hands a little, because reserve is essentially a stable coin. And people are going to need stable coins in the bear market to preserve their cryptocurrency that they've made. And I think if they're releasing this at the start of a potential bear market, I think that's going to be huge, potentially. That's an interesting way to think about it, because I suppose everyone everyone wants a mainnet or a great piece of news announced while Bitcoin's going up. Mm-hmm. And the market's going up. What you're saying is, you're saying that actually because the fact that you, you're going to get a yield from it and you can keep it safe, yep. then, um, well, are you? Because if you've got your money in RSR, it's still at the vagaries of the market and can go up and down, even though you're staking it. It's RSV that's the actual stable coin. And I wouldn't buy RSV. No. So, But who is buying RSR? Looks like Grayscale. Grayscale, they're still buying. Yep. Another $300,000 worth of 
of RSR was bought this week mm-hmm. by what everyone thinks is the Grayscale Wallet. And they call it the Grayscale Wallet because Grayscale filed, I think it was Maryland and Delaware or whatever, they filed an RSR kind of trust as they do for all the different things. And then the next day, this wallet opened up and gobbled up millions of RSR. And it's been continually doing it. So interesting. Um, I guess it's one of my favourites because we know Nevin and we know a lot of the, we know the real world case it's got. But ultimately, it's still just a it's still just a tech startup and could fail. Yeah, anything could fail in this space, and a lot will fail. Probably ninety five percent of the coins that you see at the moment won't be around in the next five to ten years. Yeah. And we've seen that, like from twenty seventeen, when we were in the bull market. Then the coins that are now in the top fifty are completely different. Yeah. So I would not expect this to be any different for the next bull market. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> I heard another I heard another really interesting um there was a comment I heard someone was talking about I they were talking about Bitcoin. What they said was you know, Bitcoin is not in competition with gold. You know, everyone wants to, you know, the Bitcoiners, the, the hardliners. The maximalists want you always give Peter Schiff a really hard time. Yeah. And he's like, and it's either you're either gold or you're either Bitcoin. But actually, this guy said, Well, actually, it's not as gold and Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. They're kind of blood brothers, and they should be, you know, they should work together as stores of value and hedges against inflation. It doesn't need to be one wins and one dies. Yeah, it, it to- they totally can live together, but I think because Bitcoin is better in many ways because with gold, you can just go and mine more. We don't know how much gold is on this planet, but we do know how much Bitcoin is on this planet. So I think that's where they're coming from. But I fully expect, I fully expect them both to live together in the future. And we will see. Perfect (laughs) harmony. It's gold and bitcoin. <laughs> we are just we are. We should actually call this a chart show, a bitcoin yeah. chart show. So maybe I should just go on X Factor and just get out of my system. Here, I've got inside news. Yeah. Now, listeners, for all of you out there, don't tell MD I told you this. Keep this really quiet. This is only for avid passionate uh, listeners to the Crypto Standard podcast. So, shh, I've heard that Ethereum may be coming out at some point. Someone's going to come out with an Ethereum ETF, a spot ETF, before the Bitcoin spot ETF. What do you say to that, young Jordan? That That is massive news, if it's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that would... Explain why two million just came off of an exchange, but something makes me not want to believe you right now. What you're not seeing here, folks, is I'm nodding my head as I sat back in my chair. I lit a cigar and I'm looking very, very smug. So that's what I heard. I I have heard it on the QT and the hush hush that the, the Ethereum spot ETF is going to come out before the Bitcoin spot ETF. And you're right, Jordan, and perhaps why that's why some of the big backers are buying it. So 
that's why I bought more Ethereum. Interesting. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, so it's I just it's one of those you and I are coming on here, and there's so much we could. I mean, you could literally we could we could have a, an agenda of pages and pages and pages, but a lot of the same recurring themes keep coming up. Mm-hmm. The big the big one just now is inflation. And favorite topic. Oh, you love you just love <laughs> inflation, and in today's Guardian, today's Guardian, which is I guess a left leaning type newspaper in the United mm-hmm. uh, the United Kingdom. The headline is, Bank of England Governor, quote, very uneasy, quote, about rising inflation. Well, he took his time. (laughs) We've been talking about it for weeks. (laughs) Now they're having to come out and say it publicly. That's when the public should be scared. This. These people are coming out and saying, oh, yeah, we're not we're not really sure what's going to happen with inflation. It's like, what? I think the, the forecast is it could hit three point was it three point nine percent by yeah. the end of so, November. Yeah, so we're actually when this podcast comes out, so today for podcast listeners, the inflation rate for the UK for October comes out. So the seventeenth right. of November. And that is when we'll find out whether or not the it's hit 3.9 because it's currently at 3.1 for september and for october the u.s inflation rate rose 0.8 percent so i don't know if they've just taken this number and they're like yeah we'll whap this on whap this on ours as well (laughs) i think i think they're looking at america i mean it's rising all over the world certainly we have supply chain uh blockages that are causing all sorts of problems um, and prices are going up and everything, everything. You know, if you think about it, my secondhand car is worth the same as it was a year ago. That's unheard of. Mm-hmm. My house prices are going up in Scotland, uh, England, Canada, the United States of America, um, fuel prices, heating and o- heating prices, electricity, the cost of coffee, you know, you've got big, you've got big, um, big food supply companies going out and saying, "I'm sorry, but prices are going to go up. We can't sustain these low prices anymore." You had the head of Delta Airlines yesterday saying, "You know what, guys? As I love you all want to go green, but the, the issue is, as aeroplanes, we cannot go green just yet. It's, it's a decade before we can do it, and during that decade, the price of fuel is going to rocket. So your airfares are going to go up." So there's more inflation. So it's not going to stop, Jordan. And there's a, there's a worry that we could end up getting into a high wage rise, high inflation environment over the next five to 10 years, which is just, which will, we had, which will be a disaster for people. We are, this is where we're going. So I'm just going to use America, for example, because they're the most powerful. We've got people like Biden in power who came out this week and he was like, we don't want you to be on $15 an hour or $20 an hour. We want it to be $45 an hour. $45. But the thing you failed to mention, and I tweeted this, I was like, a bottle of ketchup is going to be $30 by that point. (laughs) 
I think Joe Biden's been been smoking the same hopium as you. <laughs> he's like, see, if Joe Biden had stood up and said, you know what, I think Bitcoin's going to be $98,000 by the end of the year, I'd have been like, you're at it, Joe, you're, you're kidding me on. So it's the same stuff. You're just repackaging it in a different way. But you're right, it's a typical politician. It's exactly the same here. You know, at the Tory party conference, the Conservatives said, we want, you know, we don't want you on £9 an hour. £9.90 is going to be the new living wage. We want you on 15 and £20 an hour. Mm-hmm. How do employers pay that? The only reason you can pay that, so you can put someone in Starbucks on £15 an hour, but the cost of my coffee is going to be £6 instead of £3.40. Exactly. And it's uh, that's how this, that's how we're going to go about this. That's how the world is going to, try and combat this incredible debt that they've built up is push everything up. But then when do we stop? As you can see, Venezuela are already there. They're they're in the millions now for buying a loaf of bread. That's where we're going to end up if we keep going the, the way that we're going. It's interesting that when the price of your secondhand car goes up, when the price of your house goes up, when the price of Bitcoin goes up, and the price of gold, all these assets are going up against the value of the pound or the dollar. What it means is that your pound or your dollar is devaluing. Mm-hmm. It's getting, you know, it's, it's just getting less. Here's a cracker. This this is an absolute one. It blew, this has blew me away. So you know how sleepy Joe Biden has just um, brought out the. Just just the infrastructure stimulus bill signed off. I think it was 1.1 or 1.3 trillion. What's a what's a point one trillion amongst friends? Some of the Democrats in America have come out and said they're they're ready for another another one (laughs) so that people can get more uh, stimulus checks. Yeah, it's just gonna keep printing this money. This they're addicted to it. And the dollar cannot live without the money printer. yeah, which comes back to the very beginning of this conversation, which really means it doesn't matter if Bitcoin goes up 8% a day or down 8% a day. Overall, based on the way that the global financial chaos is, is unravelling, and it is chaos, but they just don't want to paint it as that, then things like your, your hard assets like Bitcoin and gold and property are going to go one way, and that is up. Yeah, exactly. And- that's why people should start learning about it earlier, yeah. right now, and learn why your money should be going into things like this. So I know a first-time buyer personally who went to get a mortgage, and the mortgage company said, yes, we will give you your mortgage, but we're locking you in for five years. And I thought initially, that's a bit onerous, it's a bit hard. Now I know why, because they know there's interest rate rises coming. Mm-hmm. And the interest rate rises is probably going to be two or three within the next 12 months. So therefore, if you're a first-time buyer and you're you getting hit with these, your mortgage payments are going to go up, so it's going to be really tight for you. So the, the mortgage companies are saying, we're just going to lock you in for a bit, just technically to protect you. Yeah. So, oh, Jordan. It's not looking, but uh, let's play a game. Okay. What do you think the inflation rate will be when it's announced on Wednesday? I think the inflation rate will be so they can't. So they, 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 if it was going, the fact that he's telegraphed it and said, Oh, I'm really concerned, it could be 4.1 mm-hmm. and not 3.8 or 3.9. Do you think so? I'm going, so they've said it could be up at 3.9, but 
So I think they've got the scary news out of the way first. Uh-huh. And then they've somehow manipulated it down. And they're going to come out and it's going to be 3.7 or 3.8. And they're like, oh, look at us. We're not as bad as America. Yeah. I think it's going to be like that and try and put a positive spin on it. Could be. Could be. Ultimately, it's going up. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's going up. I, if If they come out and it's gone down, there'll be some serious questions to do with manipulation. <laughs> so, also on Saturday, when, when we, for our next podcast, where are you seeing your Bitcoin, your, so the Jordan's lucky dip, is it still going to be lucky and go down the way to 50 odd thousand? Or, or do you think it's going to stabilise around 60? Oh, by Saturday, that's very... I mean, the markets are still not, they're, they're still falling. This is Tuesday morning as we record. I think it'll probably be about the same price. Maybe we'll have gone down and then back up by then, but I reckon roughly the same. Okay. Interesting. So, um, and you, just to be clear, Jordan, you've got a degree in financial planning, haven't you? I've, I'm also, I've got a master's degree in financial planning, which means that we can give financial advice to people in terms of investing. Is that correct? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Don't listen to us. We're just a couple of jokers from Dundee. Remember, these podcasts are only for information and educational purposes only. Yes. Okay. There's so much going on. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, remember this time last year when I was buying Bitcoin, it was Mm -hmm. $10,000. It's still $60,000 and all of a sudden the world's come to an end. Yeah. (laughs) It's come to an end if you bought it last week in 60. Mm -hmm. But um, I've got one more thing to say to the audience. So my flight instructor, Callum, lovely guy, he told me this week, he said, I've been buying some crypto. I said, well, what have you bought? Thinking he'll, he's a clever boy, right? And I'm, I'll be delighted one day when he's piloting a 787 Dreamliner for British Airways, and he will because he's fabulous. He told me he was buying SHIB. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's actually, it made sense to me because... If you're younger, or if your if your finances are tight, and he's 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 really tight, he's, he's working really hard. That it's easy to go out and spend one hundred pounds and get I don't know ten million ship, yeah. as opposed to buy one hundred pounds and get zero point zero 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 one percent of a bit coming. That's what's pulling people in, and yeah. it's not. It, oh, I'm seeing this with a lot of my friends as well. Yeah, and the number of coins you get for in exchange for the amount of pounds or dollars you put in, yeah. that is drawing people in. So they want these millions and millions of coins. Yeah. when in fact, they're nowhere near as valuable in the long term. But, but, let, but let me play it back just to give Callum some hope on his ship in that when I bought RSR, it was 0.001. Do you know what I'm saying? It's now it went up a hundred x since then. So there's nothing to say that if all the youngins decide to buy shib and ram it, that ultimately it moves up two decimal places and the hundred x their cash. Yeah, that's the beauty of a free market. Enough people yeah. decide that it's valuable. It's going to go up. Have but you seen it? Uh, the <laughs> we, we need to put this one out. What's the new one in the block? Is it Elon Mars? Oh, um. Hey, your, my brother. Yeah, your brother's been buying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it's Elon Mars. I think it is. I think he got 35 million Elon Mars. I don't know for I don't know, 10 Bob. 
No, it was, I think, 50 million Elon Mars for 50 pounds, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you know, okay, yeah. that, that's, all, that's all a bit crazy, but let me just finish, let me just, let's just finish it off with one more article. And I want, you to, I want people to think about this for the next episode. Do you or do you not want to live in the metaverse? That's all I'm saying. Do you or do you not want to live in the metaverse? If you do, you need to start buying metaverse coins because you'd be a millionaire. Yeah. In the metaverse. Okay, let's discuss this on Saturday. Let's discuss. All right, folks. um, Happy hunting. Keep safe out there. Keep an eye on stuff. Keep reading. Keep learning. Remember, this is we're just at the beginning of the next. So Jordan's 23 and Jordan's 33 and he's a multi, multi, multi millionaire and he pays me back what he owes me. Um, that that could be you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers, folks. Right. Ciao.